I know what it is. Dr. Biden, Madam Vice President, Mr. Emhoff, Americans, and we ask ourselves, where can we find light in this never-ending shade? The loss we carry, a sea we must wade. We've braved the belly of the beast. We've learned that quiet isn't always peace. Mm. And the norms and notions of what just is, isn't always just is. And yet the dawn is ours before we knew it. Somehow we do it. Somehow we've weathered and witnessed a nation that isn't broken, but simply unfinished. We, the successors of a country and a time where a skinny black girl descended from slaves and raised by a single mother can dream of becoming president only to find herself reciting for one. And yes, we are far from polished, far from pristine, but that doesn't mean we are striving to form a union that is perfect. We are striving to forge our union with purpose, to compose a country committed to all cultures, colors, characters, and conditions of man. And so we lift our gaze not to what stands between us, but what stands before us. We close the divide because we know to put our future first. We must first put our differences aside. We lay down our arms so we can reach out our arms to one another. We seek harm to none and harmony for all. Let the globe, if nothing else, say this is true. You telling me this, telling me this, telling me that. I promise once you've been with me, baby, you'll never go back. Queens always have your back. I'm thinking rebirth of flat. First time I ever saw your face, I fell in love just like that. I know your burden gets bad. You take and carry my bags. We cry together, hold you down the days you're broken and sad. And I'ma always keep it real. No, I don't care if you mad. I'm here to make you better. I'm just like Coretta, in fact. The only kings would understand just how that metaphor matched. The Tifa's still a queen. I'm just trying to follow her path. A long walk to freedom when he fought through all of the wrath. I got a number if you want it. I got all of the math. All the hoodlums. I think all of us are good ones, St. Clair. I see the God in you. Even if we different, than Claire. Even if we different, though. I know we all different when we paired. Been through a lot. We got a lot still to repair. Working on it. Did it all with love, God, and Jesus. Amen. World in his palms, Akeem still needed Lisa. He needed her. I hope he treats her better than Tommy Boy treated Keisha. For sure. You gotta love your queen, cause God knows that you need us real. It's real. You and I, T-Y. Even living single, we connected by the tribe. Was raised by a queen. Know how to be one and love one and raise a king. When he's old, I'll describe how to love him. Queens come in all shapes and colors. Though we sit on thrones, we don't look down on each other. He's got the blood of the Ashanti. I could be clear with Gandhi to protect mine. It's peace of mind. Word to Jersey. I'm a giant. A queen's pride stronger than all the lines. Woo! Hey, yo. Welcome to the second episode of the Lawrence Front Podcast. Man, we got to give it one time for the queens, man. This is their season, man. Let me tell you something. That inauguration was crazy. I started off with that speech from that young lady, um, Amanda, man, and she brought... The bars, man. If y'all didn't hear the whole poem, you need to go uh, check it out on YouTube or whatever, whatever uh, platform you can find it on, man. It's not that long. It's a little over five minutes. But, man, she spit 
those bars. The way that she spoke about America, I'm not I'm not even gonna hold you. I it 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 sounded beautiful. Like it, she made America sound like such a beautiful place to be a part of. And you know, I, I have of course I have my mixed emotions because what she described as America isn't really our experiences as black people. But I believe in the prophetic voice of the black woman and the fact that she put those words out there in the atmosphere. I'm trusting the most high to honor them. Um, and just, you know, if we can just have that level of unity where we could put our arms down and extend our arms out and greet each other, uh, that would be a beautiful thing. But until then, uh, black people, let's not get too complacent. Yeah, Joe Biden is president. Um, we should know by now to not trust any of these presidents. Uh, we have to do what we have to do. Black people, I'm urging you to uh, unite, organize, and let's get ourselves together. Let's not get comfortable um, simply because we have uh, uh, someone other than Donald Trump in office. It Really, the presidential seat doesn't affect black people at, at the masses. And I know I got a few of you who might disagree with me, a, a couple of my uh, political scientists. I feel you, you know, this is where we always separate, but I always support the agenda of black people. So uh, all of y'all with a political agenda, uh, wh whatever we can do to help, continue to put in the work, continue to let us know uh, the ways that we should vote. But I am an advocate for organization. Let's uh, link up with each other on a local level. Um, but, you know, I actually didn't want to start that, man. I want to start celebrating the queens, man. Kamala Harris uh, looking beautiful up there. Michelle Obama looking gorgeous. I've been seeing all the pictures. Y'all just been uh, just glowing. I saw the pictures with the pearls and the chucks. You know what I mean? The way that the, the sisters are coming together to support one another. It is a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful thing. And I just want to shout you guys out, man. This is definitely a week for the women, a week for the queens. And I am here to support it all. And apparently so is Bernie Sanders because he's been popping up everywhere. <laughs> Have y'all been seeing those memes, man? I, I love my people. We could turn anything into a joke, man. We turn everything into art. And Bernie has just been popping up on all over the scenes. Uh, I've seen Bernie as a wrestler. Uh, I've seen uh, Bernie as J. Cole. Uh, I've seen Bernie as Monica. I've seen Bernie sitting on the throne. Uh, I, I've seen Bernie in so many places, man. Shout out to Bernie Sanders, man. Uh, you guys, man, it just has been hilarious. What was your favorite Bernie uh, Bernie meme, man? I want you to tweet it to me. Uh, so I just want to see what else is out there, man, because I know I didn't see all of them. And those joints are hilarious, man. And I just want to say I appreciate the love that you guys have been giving me from the first episode. It has been amazing. Um, I've been loving the feedback. I've been loving the participation. And I'm just so grateful that so many of you uh, took the time to listen to my first episode and to give me uh, your thoughts and your feedback. It is It does not go unnoticed. Thank you so much. Round of applause to you guys. Seriously, man, it is it is just a beautiful thing to be uh, a, a servant of the public um, and to be a voice of the people, man. Uh, th this episode, we're going to continue the conversation that we were having last last week. Um, still talking to my friends, uh, Kara and Sheree, man, conversation is getting a little crazy. Um, you know, I, I'm a little more vocal in this conversation, but you know, I'm a, I'm gonna just go right in here. The pushback was definitely on the emotional side, but it's also on as a man, if you say my decisions are, are only in the beginning before I have sex with her. So if I have sex with her, once I ejaculate in her. I now forfeit or I've surrendered 
You surrendered. I think you're surrendering the entitlement. And so, but so when when the when the solution to that is if you don't want to have a child with her, um, it really could go both ways. If you if you do want to have a child with her, you don't want to, whatever. But if you don't want to have a child with her, don't have sex. My my brain automatically asks, well, if you don't want to have a child with me, shouldn't that also then be the same criteria? Because what I'm hearing is a woman can have sex without wanting to have a child because she has the option of abortion, but a man yeah. cannot have sex without the option of having a child. That's just the reality because we're the one. You can get a vasectomy. That's yes. true. Also, you can get a vasectomy, but see, a vasectomy, uh, and while they are reversible, uh. Generally speaking, a, a vasectomy says I don't want to have children anymore at all. or right. at all. Yeah, <laughs> not versus just with a woman. And so to say a man can uh, cannot have recreational sex without um, without surrendering his um, his position or decision, whatever, in having a child. That's yeah, I just I I and saying that that's because of nature setup. I wouldn't say that's nature. I think that's just how women think, or at least that's no. How but I think. but I think I I agree with both of you because I think that I think your problem is because I think I don't think that she's necessarily saying that they completely surrender the choice altogether. Because if the woman decides to involve them, then they're involved, right? Like if I decide, Correct. if I decide I want your input and I want you to be a part of this decision making process, then you're a part of it. No, I mean even I, before the sex. So she's saying before no, 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 no. Right, oh, I know. I'm saying like because you're talking about after he should, you know, whether or not he should have a say. She's saying that it, she's not saying that there's no way he has a say because if the want, woman wants to give him a say. Mm -hmm. he has a say i -hmm. think what's being surrendered is the entitlement to being able to make a decision because you are no longer entitled to involvement in the decision-making process once the decision-making process is about what's happening within the woman's body as long as as long as the decision-making process is about your contribution to what could potentially happen in a woman's body, that is entirely up to you. Mm. Whatever you do, whether you use, you know, a condom, you get a, a vasectomy, you decide not to have sex, whatever, that is solely within your right. Mm-hmm. And you are fully and completely entitled to make yeah. whatever decision yeah. you want to make. But mm. once you ejaculate, what you are handing off is your entitlement. Yep to an involvement in a process that does not happen within your body. Right. And the reason why you're surrendering your entitlement is because that process does not take place within your body. Because you have to, and that's why I said, I don't think that there's enough appreciation for the process because Mm -hmm. women sacrifice a lot. We Mm -hmm. put our lives at risk Mm -hmm. by choosing to attempt to carry a pregnancy to term. There's I'm any number of things that could happen. And so, you know, to for a man who is not risking any of that, you know, you get the one act of pleasure <laughs> that results in ejaculation. And then, you know, you're tapped out besides mm-hmm. being present, you know, until the baby comes into the world. Right. Like right. there's nothing, whether you're present for every single step, every doctor's appointment, every ultrasound, whatever, there's nothing that you can do with the physiological process that's happening, you can't do anything with that child until it's out of the woman's body and in the world. 
Mm-hmm. And, and so, and, and that's a fact. I, where, where? So we agree. I think we all agree when it comes to the decision making is the woman's. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about the, the reason why I I am emphasizing the and I, I the word right is what I'm using because uh, I can't think of a better word because I do feel like the man say because it's his DNA because he participated in the act that created said life because there is the conversation about the woman's body which I completely agree with 100% um in that she has to which is why I say she is the decision maker as well but to say that he doesn't have a say because he's not going through it on a physical level to me it minimizes um the contribution that he gave which was in fact his life force and to say well because he chose to have sex with her he automatically chose to surrender it I feel it's dismissive because how? what happens... I, I, That's I'll a good question. No, I, I agree. How? how? I'll tell you how. The, the reason why I say it's dismissive is because if you choose to have the child, then he is involved whether it is in raising the child or whether it's in paying child support. And if he never had a say, if, he never, if y'all never had a conversation, because that's the whole thing. If you have a conversation and the woman says... I'm, I still want to keep this baby. I mean, absolutely. She had, she had, it is not a matter of we spoke and now you have to do what I said or, mm-hmm. or we spoke and now you need to consider what I'm saying. But it's a matter of if we didn't speak and then five years later, I'm getting, I'm paying back child support for a child that we didn't talk about. That is completely unfair. And I would say it's a violation. But that has to do more so with the child support system. Like, right. That's a whole different conversation, which I mean is 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 connected to this conversation. Yes, but the initial yeah. question was about the decision to go forward with pregnancy or the decision to terminate pregnancy, um, the decision to be a parent, right? Mm-hmm. And and so it going back to what you were saying about it's unfair that guys can't have recreational sex without risking pregnancy. It's not unfair. It's just a fact. Like, that's just a fact, period. Women have the same risk. And, and, and that's what I was going to say. I, it's only unfair if you make it that men are the only one with that risk. It, men have, men have a greater have risk too. because they are surrendering right. the decision. That's right. why men have a greater risk. And and they're, just, they're surrendering the decision even outside of the conversation of abortion, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, pregnancy is... Uh, uh, mental, spiritual, emotional, and physical thing, right? So mentally, I could decide I don't want to have this baby and then have an abortion. Um, spiritual, talk about it. If you believe in in man- manifestation, which I do, you you might not be connected with the concept of having a baby, even if you are going through the motions of doing it, and then you manifest a miscarriage, possibly. Um, physiologically, any freaking thing could happen. And literally anything. You could get into a car accident. You're, 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 you could have a miscarriage for any number of reasons. Um, there, there's, there, you could, you could be a drinker and a smoker. You have complete control over what you put inside your body and your stress levels and all of that into how this baby even turns out. So, so, so physiologically you're, you're, you're in, you're in, you have complete dominion over the situation and then emotionally, right? So emotionally is, is actually where I would say the biggest area typically where men's, where the man does really have a, 
uh, direct or indirect say so, I would say, because from my perspective, from I have several friends who have had abortions. I have several friends who have considered having abortions. And any time a woman that I know um, has ever considered or actually gone through with an abortion, it was because of some sort of issue with the father, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it was that he was a bum dude in their opinion, whether he was um, saying he wasn't going to be involved whether he was a, it was a toxic relationship situationship to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but women who I know who are, who value their dude and their dude is on board and they have a good relationship with their dude, whether or not he is in a relationship with them. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, you know, you're, you're solid. I respect you. I appreciate you. And you want this. It, uh, unless she just absolutely didn't period ever, ever, ever want to have a baby. Right. Um, abortion doesn't come up usually, but abortion comes up in relation to the relationship with and the desires of the the whole situation with the dude. And so, so, so again, that's that's the emotional component. So my point is that it's it's a whole holistic thing, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, physically, that the woman uh, that her her mind and her body and her spirit have to all agree that that's where the, that's the team, the decision-making team is, mm-hmm. is that right. The man can contribute to the emotional and mental part of the decision, but it's, it, that's if she decides that she wants his contribution. I mean, it's just, it's just the fact it, it literally is a greater risk for the guy because he's handing over his seed to someone who has complete jurisdiction. And and I, I can understand, I'm understanding it more as you're talking about it, especially if we're dealing with, to kind of add more context to, to what my position is, um, if we're dealing, anytime we're dealing with abusive men, I, I put, I, I, I'll say it this way, a bad dude always forfeits and voids his rights to anything. If you, if you are a, a, if you are a toxic, negative person, uh, particularly men in, th- in this case, if you are an abusive man, if you are a dangerous man, if you are an inconsistent man, which I also deem to be a dangerous man, um, if you don't have your stuff together, which I also deem to be a dangerous man, <laughs> you know what I mean, where you are just not of real quality, I think if a woman uses you for dick and then that's it, she has every right to do that because you're not a quality man. Mm. And so so to add context, and, and Carl, you did say it best, to create those barriers because there are a lot of no good men out there who will who will take a good thing and try to manipulate it to benefit off of a good thing. You know what I mean? Meaning if we use the word rights, then a no good man could be like, well, I have my rights. And so exactly. in that regard, I completely understand. It's like, yeah, we need to guard from 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 them guys. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm thinking about is, I guess it's the logic of, on one perspective, if I offer my seed, I I surrender my say, right? Mm-hmm. Logically speaking, I also, the same logic to me is, if you receive my seed, you receive also then my input. I see it as both because we've made a decision. It wasn't rape. We chose to intertwine together. So how mm-hmm. can it be? 
one one way because I'm not giving you my because I'm not giving my egg right like that you're you're giving me you I have this egg within me the only way we have a baby is if I you know you give me your seed and then this baby is created right and, and this baby is created within me but I'm saying that to say like I'm not receiving your say I'm receiving your DNA Mm-hmm. And you, what you have a say over, I, I think it's what you have a say over is what you contribute. And I think that that's what Cherie was ultimately getting at. Your say is limited to your contribution. And so the man's contribution is his sperm. You have a say over whether or not you contribute your ser- your sperm to this process. Mm-hmm. Once you have made the decision mm-hmm. to contribute your sperm or to risk the possibility of contributing your sperm to this process, I have a say over the part of the process that I contribute to, mm-hmm. which is the egg that yeah. is implanting itself in my uterus mm-hmm. and then the uterus that is incubating this egg <laughs> until it becomes a person mm-hmm. and then the laboring process that ultimately results in this child coming out at which point your say is restored right <laughs> that is crazy to me no see that that's crazy to me if if my if, what i mean by crazy i actually agree with you the, the part that's crazy is how my say is restored mm-hmm. it's like if i lost my say is don't give it back if you if you said I don't want to hear from you, you don't have a say. Then you keep you keep keep that energy even when the child like I'm I'm and like that's as a right. man. But wait, I'm but saying, we're not saying that. Ah, okay, okay. And that's that's not, but that but that okay. is saying that you and that's also you right, hand over the complete process. You hand it over, mm-hmm. and how it goes depends on a number of factors. Like mm-hmm. I said, some of which are even outside of her her mental mm-hmm. her her decision making consciously, mm-hmm. right? Her body can decide it ain't going to happen, right. but it's still all on her, right? Mm-hmm. So you're handing it over to her and her body and her mind and her spirit for nine and months. the universe. Yeah, and the universe for nine months. You're handing it over. You, you do not have control. And that's so hard. I think I think to mm-hmm. empathize with men, I think that's, and I, I think I put, put this in one of the comments, that's hard for yes. humans in general yes. to hand over control. We don't like to hand over control. That's a good point. You know what I mean? But we, but, but you are. And in this context, a man is handing over his control. He does not have any control. He does not have any say. If if the woman allows his input in the decision-making process, okay, great. But but that's still her decision, her jurisdiction to allow or not allow anybody. She could allow her mama's input if she wants to or not, right? Like, it, mm-hmm. it, it, he has the same level of input that anybody does, really, in how she decides to, to, to go forward with this. And these but, people may be closer to the woman than, than right. him. Right, right, and the mom may be more helpful in in raising the child. Like, are you in yeah. that mom? Like, because I'm, I don't. If, if you're not gonna babysit, I might not do it. So, um, I mean, I don't know. But no, no, that's no, that. Trust me, that's very real. <laughs> right. I, I know personally, that's very real. Um. So, so yeah, but I like how I like that was that was beautifully articulated, Cara. Um. Oh, yeah, thank you. Hand it over for nine months or however long, and then and then and then but, but, once. It's Keep like that energy, right? No, but it's like it's like uh like paying somebody to do something for you, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, like analogy. I like I, I pay a, a, a artist. A good no, but listen, no, but listen, Lawrence, listen, no, yeah, hear me out. I pay an artist to, to paint me uh, a painting, and the only way that they're gonna paint me this painting is if I pay them. That part. So, and I can you know 
tell them what I want, you know, whatever else. But I give you this money. I pay you to make this painting. And I don't get the painting back until it's done. Like I'm, you're cre- there's a process, right? A creative process. But go ahead, girl. Listen, no, wait, listen. See no, that. no, no. And and <laughs> and this is, you know, it's a relative analogy because you're hiring someone to do something. Yeah, but no, but listen, exactly. but Lawrence, right, listen. Right, right. There are surrogates. Correct. You want to be in control mm-hmm. of the process? Mm-hmm. Pay a woman to carry your baby mm-hmm. on your terms, mm-hmm. and then you have a say in the whole thing, right? Because Legally, right. she while it's in her, she has the say, right? Right. Because it's let's so let's put it this way: it's a difference between I buy some paint and give it to my artist friend, and they decide. Like I, I give you a gift of of some paint, and you say, you know what, I'm gonna paint you a picture, and you have no control over. You know, this isn't a commissioned painting or whatever. I just gave you some paint. You take the paint, you create, you know, whatever you're going to create, and then you give me the finished product. I can decide to do whatever I want to do with that finished product. I can tell you I don't want the painting. I can take it and hang it up on my wall. I can sell it, give it away, whatever. It's this painting that you're giving to me. Or maybe, you know, we make decision, it's you get we make the decision about it together. But you have some say. This paint, I'm giving you this painting, you have some say over it. It's the difference between that versus I'm paying this person to make this painting for me. And mm-hmm. so I have control over, you know, the whole process because I'm hiring you to do this for me. I think men hand, hand over a gift of their sperm, you know, whether or not that's even, you know, the intention or the thought process going in, you hand over the sperm and then you want control over the process without the investment that's necessary to have the kind of control that you seek. Because I think what Cherie said is, is important to remember. One, that nine times out of 10, if you're in a loving relationship, the woman wants your input. Mm-hmm. That's like, because let's right. be real, it's, it's very rare right. that women are married or in healthy, loving relationships right. and there's no conversation to be had right. whatsoever right. about right. this baby. That's right. rare if right. it happens, you know, it rarely, rarely if ever happens. Right, mm-hmm. right. And so if we're even talking about a man being excluded from the process, it's because he hasn't made the financial, mental, physical, emotional investment into the woman to be able to have the kind of, you know, access and, 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 and right to whatever process that's taking place. Mm -hmm. And so if all, if, if all you provided, if all you have provided to the process is some pain, you can't be mad with what the artist does with the paint. Mm-hmm. But if I'm paying you or I'm showing up every, you know, I'm, you know, your friend and we're together all the time and whatever else. And if nothing else, I understand the emotional impact of the woman, the artist saying like, you know, I really don't care what you think. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, you've been showing up, you've been, you know, buying me supplies and whatever else. And yeah, I'm gonna make this painting, but I couldn't care less about what you think and, and how you feel or whatever else. Like, if nothing else, I get, like, why that would be so offensive. Right, right, right. But right. if you haven't even, you haven't made that investment. All you did was drop the paint off to so, to somebody you barely know or <laughs> haven't spent that much time with. And it's like, yeah, I'm an artist. I'm about to make this painting. And you're offended because they don't right. necessarily want 
your right. input like that. I'm not gonna make like, a painting because I don't I don't want to make a painting and because I don't feel like it right right, <laughs> right. So, you know and so and so I I I'm understanding more because of the the variations the the all of the different nuances that can come I want I I would I want to put some I guess some context onto when it's appropriate uh, appropriate that's a good word when it's appropriate um appropriate is not really the best word I, I want to put some context as to when to include the man and when to not and I'm gonna tell you why because I know I know brothers uh personally who um you know they're doing their thing is all fun is recreational um the girl gets pregnant um and he and he is like you know the decision is yours you know what do you want to do and she ghosts him like completely ghosts him like don't say nothing and then will come back and say i need you to be a father to this baby and it's like, yo, where have you been all of these years? We don't even, we don't even have, I don't even know you. Like, I, where, where are you? And he's gonna be, he's, he's viewed as a deadbeat to the public because he's not providing diapers, he's not providing clothes, he's not present. And it's like, no one considers yeah. her ghosting what yeah. that does yeah. to him. Yeah. And so it's like, while I do, I, I get it. There's a lot of abusive guys out there. X, Y, Z. I I can I would be wrong if I don't mention the abuse that some men also endear mm-hmm. from the women that they're interacting with. And yes, I agree. Um, you know, Cherie said it earlier. We need to make better choices as to who we're having sex with. I will always a thousand percent agree. But sometimes the flags aren't shown until until a situation like this happens where, you know, pregnancy has a way of pulling stuff out of folks. Like you start seeing a side <laughs> of them. You ain't never seen before. Like, oh, I didn't even know you was like that. And so I'm I'm also thinking about those guys who are who are not trying to be deadbeat fathers, but where a woman would weaponize. Yeah. And and, mm-hmm. and that's that's the word. Yeah. They, they weaponize their children and they make they 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 want to play this, oh, he's abandoning us card XYZ. And they won't talk about how she's not responding to any texts. She's not answering any phone calls. He he's trying to figure out where they live because she done moved and didn't tell him. But want to be like, oh, he's he's no good. Da 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 da. And the, the courts are still ch- chasing him for child support. And it's like, yo, this guy is being abused right now because he has sex with a woman and had no idea that she was going to take it there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. And yeah. so I do have a couple of thoughts about that. One. That is so when I had talked about um, like child support in the court system and stuff like that, it's not only designed to, you know, hold men accountable for getting women pregnant. It's designed to protect men because a lot of guys, you know. It, it is. Yeah, no. I want to I, I hear this. I'm, I'm, <laughs> my ears are on right now. And, and I'm saying this again from you know, personal, personal lived experience. I'm not going to put names and stuff out there, but I know women in my own life who have tried to weaponize their children against men. And it's because a court order and child support was already in place that that was not an option that was available because you can say whatever you want to say, but if the court orders visitation on this day, you have to give it. If the court says he only has to give you so much money, 
because there's there's been situations where the man was giving money more than what child support required Mm -hmm. and then it's like you know what i'm gonna be vindictive i'm gonna put you on child support and now you're getting less money Mm -hmm. because i've seen that you know what because that's how you know the math worked out yeah and so i think that it's not i think that that one for men who want to be involved I think that there's a way to use the system to your advantage to ensure that whatever, you know, issues may exist between you and the woman that you have access to your child. Um, I know of, you know, fathers who are the primary caretakers of their children. They have, you know, primary custody because of whatever is going on with the woman. And if you go to court and you get that locked in, she can't just pop up and take your kid or take your kid and run away and do whatever. She literally cannot do that. I've seen it and happen. So, I, no. I, I've witnessed it on Facebook. <laughs> Y'all hear where this conversation is going? That is wild. Man, listen, man. What do y'all think? Do y'all think I'm tripping? Uh, you think I'm, I'm bringing up some valid points? Or do you think, you know, once again, the girls are still holding it down. You know, first of all, let me just say, these are my friends. I love the way the conversation is going. Oh, we're keeping it respectful. Even when we have, uh, you know, different opinions, different ideas, uh, we're not disrespecting each other. We're listening to each other, and we're making sure that um, all the ideas are being flushed out to the best of our ability. So don't make any judgments. Like I said last time, there's still more to the conversation. Um I mean, where do you think we're going to go? Like, what are your thoughts? Um, How do you feel about some of the ideas of how the voice of the man gets back? You know, I just want to hear from y'all. So uh, hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on IG. Hit me up on Facebook. Text me. Just like y'all did last time, which I appreciate. Let me know what your thoughts are are man uh but thank you for joining me in episode two this is the lawrence front podcast peace